Welcome back to another episode of the Q-Tips feature from the Video Store Junkies podcast. And we hopefully have a great show for you today because, hey, guess what? It's a new month, meaning a bunch of new content has been dumped on all of your favorite streaming services, and most of it is garbage. So we're going to help you kind of sift through it and hopefully find some good picks. As always, I am joined by Paul and Renee, and as sometimes, we are also joined by Bill. So I think I'm actually going to kick things off tonight because I was kind of excited for my first pick. You know how sometimes you have a director who makes their first feature and you love it and you're really excited to see what they do next. And then it's just kind of radio silence from them. Mm. Well, I kind of have that experience with one Jason Eisner. And if you don't recognize the name, he is the director of night. Uh, <laughs> I'm always in the wrong century. 2011's Hobo with a Shotgun, which I think is a fantastic film. And if you haven't seen it, uh, you you might be able to figure out from the year that it's uh, it's actually a decade old this year, and he hasn't made another feature since. However, I recently found out that he's actually been hard at work in a slightly different medium, which is the world of documentaries. And he's actually been working on directing a documentary series about a different storytelling medium. And I am talking about the documentary series Dark Side of the Ring. Now, this is a series mm. from Vice that he directs. And yeah, I don't know, Bill, you may have seen this oh. one already. Oh, yeah. So I'm actually not a huge wrestling fan, but I am a huge fan of all the stories, like the behind the scenes uh, about wrestling. And this kind of gets into a lot of the nitty gritty about all of the things that have happened over the years uh, behind the scenes to a lot of people that you probably know and love, but you might not always know like the full story. So the first episode, I actually haven't there. I believe they're in the third season. I haven't watched all of it yet. I just started watching it, but I was like, this is so good. I I, I feel pretty confident. Uh, the first first episode, I mean, they get in, they start off with a big one, Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth, Miss Elizabeth. But then it does seem to get into some, some more, uh, maybe slightly more obscure, or if you're like me and you don't know a lot about wrestling, uh, stories that you may not have really heard about. So I'm going to recommend this one if, if you like, documentaries if you like wrestling i think that you'll probably enjoy this one it features a lot of kind of recreated cutaway shots that are obviously the work of eisner but it also create has a lot of great interviews with i mean a lot of these guys are still around you know they have i think the first episode had a lot of interviews with you know jake the snake so yeah i highly recommend this series it is currently streaming the first two seasons are on hulu and maybe Fubo. Also, according to one one website, the first season is on Prime, but I actually couldn't find it on there. So it's definitely on Hulu and definitely worth checking out. Once again, that is Dark Side of the Ring. I want to get. I want to give a second recommendation to that. I am a big wrestling fan, not the modern stuff, but you know, ten years or more ago. And these stories that you think are so obscure, uh, wrestling fans have been arguing about these things forever. Um, this is a great documentary, and they've only scratched the surface. There is so much. I, I, even if you don't like wrestling, I don't like figure skating, but if figure skating had half the sex violence, backstabbing, and politics that pro wrestling has, I'd be glued to it, eating popcorn, watching it. The, and, and, and you're right. These guys, they're still talking. They love to talk. Wrestlers love to talk. <laughs> and they've got, they've got amazing stories. Some of which, you know, as they get older, they stop caring about what, you know, what people will think about them and they'll, they'll just raise the hair on the back of your neck. It's amazing stuff. Yeah, really, so, yeah, really, a lot of fun. really a lost opportunity that the uh, Vince McMahon's XFL wasn't the extreme figure skating league because that could have been really yeah, interesting. Could have worked. 
Um, uh. So I'm, I'm going to throw it over uh, to, how about Renee? Uh, what's your first pick for the, the, the month of May? Oh boy, my first pick is, I. it was just released actually on Shudder, and it is The Banishing. Uh, it is a drama, mystery, thriller, horror. Um, it is about, excuse me, it was set in the 1930s, England. Um, there is a, a pretty new reverend that got assigned to a town um, try to kind of revive everything that's going on there. And they moved into a home that uh, has a a bit of a secret going on and there's some nefarious characters and you know i never like to give away too much i feel like trailers these days are way too long and they tell you way too much information so I'd like to give a little bit away um you know uh, i think the ending was a little bit uh troubled for some people uh but i did not uh dislike the ending i thought it was just fine so anyway that is my recommendation the banishing available on shutter Oh, and I should toss it over to someone. How about Paul? Oh, okay, cool. Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, we, a lot of times we we record these sort of around uh, dinner time. So um, I hope you guys are hungry. Uh, oh, this no. this is um, well, uh, this is the film The Untold Story from 1993. <laughs> oh no! It's a, it's a Hong Kong film. It stars uh, Anthony Wong, who. He's actually a fairly well-respected actor at this point. Um, people might know him from Infernal Affairs, which was uh, later remade in the U.S. as The Departed. Um, and uh, again, this is called The Untold Story from 1993. It's currently showing on uh, Vudu for free, so V-U-D-U, on their free service, ad, ad supported, on DirecTV, Shudder, and AMC+. So um, in, this, in this film, uh, Anthony Wong plays Wong Chi Hong, um, who, after nearly beating a man to death and setting him in fire in 1978, flees to Hong Kong. Um, flash forward, 1986, uh, a bag full of limbs washes ashore in Hong Kong. Uh, this uh, basically, um, it's not giving a lot away, but uh, uh, Wong Chi Hong is now uh, a worker at the Eight Immortals restaurant, uh, which is known for its pork buns mm, tasty chinese style steamed pork buns <laughs> well you can kind of guess that it's the other other white meat that's in some of those pork buns mm. uh and um the more interesting things about this there's a couple of interesting things about this film it uh is that um anthony wong act wong actually won best actor in the 13th hong kong oh. film awards for this it spawned two unrelated sequels but most importantly is the full title is really the uh, the Eight Immortals Restaurant Murders, the untold story, because it's based on a true story of a family of 10 was murdered in Macau and they only found their limbs. <laughs> and, and it was highly, it was implied and, and uh, speculated that cannibalism was involved. So it's, uh, it's if you're looking for a, a film that's going to make you hunger for uh, steamed pork buns, which are really delicious barbecue pork buns. Um, the Untold Story from 1993, starring Anthony Wong again on Voodoo Free, Direct TV, Shutter, and AMC Plus. So uh, I heard was that was that you, Bill, that made that groaning noise mm. when I mentioned the name? 
well, I just finished dinner, and I and I had <laughs> and amazing, I had pork. I had pork chops. So, yikes. Mm, are you sure it was pork? So, would you like to tell us what your picks for this week are? I picked one which I think I, I have stolen from Renee now. Uh, is called He Never Died. It's on Netflix at this time, I believe. Kind of bounces around in the various places. I think it was on Shutter for a while, but I know it's on Netflix. Uh, the description is a reclusive immortal who needs human flesh but tries to stay clean finds himself cast back into society by a gang of thugs and his estranged daughter. So a little bit of Taken, a little bit of Leon the Professional, if Leon was an immortal who would take more headshots than Jenna Jameson and keep on going. Oh. Um, oh. Um, <laughs> wow. This movie, it's got an amazing performance by Henry Rollins. Now, when you're watching this, if you're like me, when you first start, it's like, oh, God, I really love Black Flag, but Henry Rollins can't act. And then <laughs> as you kind of get into it, you're like, well, actually, he's underplaying this role, but it fits the character. And by the time it's over, you're like, this was one of the greatest portrayals ever. He was born to play this role, and it could only be played by him. Uh, it's it's like uh, the, a Terminator with even less uh, social skills. And, and uh -huh. I like that because you start thinking about, you know, what, what would a person be like? What would I be like if I could live for thousands, maybe more? We're not really clear how long he's been around, but it's possible he's been around for almost as long as there's been humans. Um, you know, what would you be like if you got to live with all those lives, be with all those people, watch thousands of people live, born, die, see how they act? And you realize you would just never want to associate with humans again. You would be just trying to stay away from everyone and be exactly like this guy. It's it's cool. Uh, the mythology is a little wonky. I mean, they, they kind of lead you astray. I don't know why you, you sort of get the They really make you think he might be a fallen angel, but that's not the explanation we come up with. Um, I almost would have preferred it if they never even got into who he was or who he's supposed to be. And apparently there's a sequel. She never died. And I, I haven't seen it, and I didn't know about it until... Paul, or, or or was it Paul or... Uh, yeah, yeah, I mentioned it. Yeah, yeah you mentioned it. So, um, I mean, this thing was made to have a sequel. I don't know why they didn't just make a sequel to this. Well, it was supposed to be. They were supposed to apparently expand it into a miniseries and then mm. a direct sequel as well. And I guess, I don't know if things fell through with Henry Rollins or not, but they turned, they turned it into She Never Died, which is, it's... Again, it's that same universe, right? But it it's told differently and a different character, and that's oh, on Tubi. That's on Tubi. Okay. That's on Tubi. It's um, if you're a fan of the show Supernatural, if you you know manage to watch all twelve thousand episodes, mm -hmm. this this will feel very familiar to be taking um, you know, Christian mythology and kind of putting it into an urban setting and sort of playing around with with the legends and myths and, you know, if you're a believer of the reality. So I think you'll enjoy it. It's, it's definitely low budget and indie. It screams indie. It's such an indie film. So don't expect big budget blockbuster stuff, but in its, its little way, I found it very enjoyable. And I will and second a, that recommendation. And a great Not Henry Rollins performance. Yeah. I've always liked Henry Rollins. Yeah. Huh. Oh, so, uh, I got to throw it to someone. Zach. Um, Zach. <laughs> Great. I was just waiting to see if Bill would finally remember. It's a, I figured yeah, you'd at least start talking. <laughs> this right. format is so complex. You can't expect it's, one man to remember it. Yeah, I know. It's very complicated. <laughs> um, cool. So, you know, I'm a big sucker for birthdays. And we actually missed the birthday of this movie 
because it was just last month, but it is the 40th anniversary. So I think I would like to talk a little bit about George A. Romero's 1981 film, Night Riders. And oh. now that's, this is not Night Rider. This is not the, the show with David Hasselhoff. This is Night Riders, all one word. And this movie kind of, it kind of defies description. It is essentially about a traveling Ren fair, only except for horses to joust. They use dirt bikes and motorcycles. And it's it seems like it should be kind of a comedy, and it kind of is, but it's a lot more because it's got Ed Harris in the lead role. And anytime you have Ed Harris in the lead role, you're going to get something special. I think this was actually his like first leading role. So this, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to explain because it's it's kind of a it it kind of starts out as one thing and then goes into something else. Mm-hmm. And Ed Harris's character, I had actually remembered watching this like you know when I was when I first discovered George Romero and being surprised at how many levels there were to it. And I'm actually still surprised at how many levels there are to it because it still holds up and it's still got some kind of interesting characters in it. There are a lot of George Romero alumni in it. Uh, Tom Zavini has a major role and Fori is in it. Uh, Joseph Pilato has a, a cameo and uh, it actually features uh, Patricia Tallman who would go on nine years later to star in the Night of the Living Dead remake. So uh, lots of people he had, he had worked with also stars a, uh, a slightly younger Martin Ferrero, who if you don't recognize him immediately, uh, you will probably, he'll probably seem familiar and you probably last saw him getting chomped off of a toilet by a Tyrannosaurus Rex. So I love him uh-huh. in this movie, He's playing a very similar character. So yeah, Knight Riders, it's, it's a great movie. It's, it's kind of, like I said, it's, it's kind of a multi-layered film. I, if you go in expecting one thing based on the poster, you probably yeah. won't get what you expect, but it's, it's got a lot of twists. It's got a lot of turns. It's got Ed Harris just completely chewing the scenery. And I mean that in the best possible way in certain scenes, but I mean, he gives it his all. I, you know, there's, there's never been a film where Ed Harris has turned in a bad performance. So I think this film is still kind of underrated. It's one of those movies that I think a lot of diehard fans love it, but then you see kind of what you look at some of the ratings online and you're like, man, this, this seems like it's uh it's rated pretty low for, for such a, an interesting film. It's not like anything you have ever seen before. So yeah, Knight Riders. I will also mention it it features a uh, an on-screen cameo by uh, writer Tabitha King. So that's pretty exciting. And her husband, whose name I don't recall at this time, but they're both in there. It's great. It's fun. Renee, uh, how about you? My next pick is the movie Z. It is available also on Shudder. Um, there is a young boy, about eight years old, and he's got a new imaginary friend and you know it always kind of starts off you know pretty innocently at first and it takes a turn um so yeah it entertaining movie there was one point in this movie where i screamed it was you know there's some jump scares in this but oh my god i screamed so loud that i was telling paul that you know after you have that moment of you know wears down you kind of start laughing and i kind of you know tilted my head towards the door and laughed a little bit louder because i thought just in case the neighbors heard me scream i want them to know (laughs) that i'm okay now (laughs) so yeah um very entertaining movie um yeah and it was available on shutter and it is the letter z if you have a hard time finding it it's from 2019 do you think people 
if there's anyone left alive who still thinks it's cute if a kid says they have an imaginary friend and doesn't immediately call for an exorcist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. I mean, that, yeah. that would just terrify me. That'd be like having one of my grand granddaughters say they want a ventriloquist dummy for Christmas. <laughs> it's just like, oh, God, <laughs> it begins. <laughs> That'd be so great. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, Paul, how about you? Well, um, are you guys still hungry? Oh, <laughs> oh no. Stop oh, me if you've heard this one. Uh, Anthony Wong is playing a guy who works at a at a Chinese restaurant. <clears throat> uh-huh. Oh, no. Um, this, we're, we're not talking about The Untold Story 2, which he was in, or The Untold Story 3, which he wasn't. We're talking about 1996's Ebola Syndrome. Can oh, you guess yeah. what this one's about? It's on YouTube. You can find it on YouTube. Oh, boy. Isn't YouTube great? Again, the Ebola syndrome. Well, it's not the Ebola syndrome. Oh, it's just so Ebola wait, so syndrome. He works. He works. In well, the let, let me tell you a story. Let me oh, tell God. You. Yeah. So he plays Akai, yeah. who's a, a, a an escaped convict in Hong Kong who escapes to South Africa, uh, mm-hmm. where he takes up working in a Chinese restaurant. Um, one day when he's uh, out in the countryside and he, you know, casually uh, rapes and kills a woman, he catches Ebola from her and finds out that, hey, I'm immune to it. And then starts casually spreading it around the community. Um, at one point, he does make, I, I'm not going to pronounce the Chinese name of it. I'm just going to call what the translation is. He makes some tasty African buns, which are basically like hamburgers with some special ingredients. You can get oh. some special ingredients. So this movie is trash. It is pure, exploitative trash. Absolutely garbage trash. But it's such a fun and bloody sleaze fest. Oh, my God. If you... There's just the list of the it's it's violent, horrendous, repulsive, nothing redeeming about this movie. None of the characters are real. There's some nice characters, but bad shit happens to him. His character is certainly not a nice character, just like in the previous movie. Utter repulsive trash, but so tasty and fun. And you're going to find yourself like wanting to eat some steamed buns after this. So Ebola syndrome starring Mm. Anthony Wong on YouTube. Yep. Yep, what can I say? So, Bill, after that, yeah, you know, oh, that's that nice one. and tasty and delicious. Well, and here's a palate cleanser. Speaking of repulsive, <laughs> Richard Stanley. Hey! So, dude, okay, dude, we were so on your side. You got screwed over by the studios and Val Kilmer. You know, your dream project, um, Island of Dr. Moreau, one of the greatest train wrecks in history. Such a Such an atrocity, such a mess that they even made a documentary about it, which you better try to catch fast for reasons I'm about to go into. Um, the Lost, what, what was it called? The Lost Journey of Richard Stanley. The, the Lost Soul. Lost the Soul. The, lost the, Souls. Yeah. Those, yeah. Lost, um, just Lost Soul, because Lost Souls okay. is the actual Right, yeah. Um, and, and then, you know, after losing his marbles, running off into the rainforest, doing curses on people, he came back and has, you know, made a couple of films, made The Color from Outer Space which is on Shudder. It's an adaptation of um, uh, Lovecraft's Color Out of Space. And like all of Lovecraft's stuff, it's completely unfilmable. There's very few Lovecraft things that can be made into a movie because they weren't made to be made into a movie. And with Lovecraft, I mean, I'm not, everyone knows this. Lovecraft was big on, you know, and then the thing shows up and it's, it's unspeakable. It's indescribable. Well, that's okay <laughs> when you're reading it, but when you're watching a movie, you got to be able to describe it. You know, you can't just, they can't just cut away to a, a postcard saying, oh, we can't show it to you. You'd go crazy. It's, but trust me, special effects were amazing. So he's, he's a tough sell. Um, 
Color from Outer Space has been made into a movie before, Die, Monster, Die, with Boris Karloff, where they, they managed to solve the problem by simply ignoring everything in the story. Uh, it's terrible. This is great. It's, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. It's a slow burn, but it has a good payoff. And they actually, I mean, with the special effects of today, they're able to actually almost convince you that you're actually seeing a color that's different from all the other colors, which, let me just add, is 100% impossible. I've gotten into arguments with students about this. It's like, maybe on another planet, there's colors that we don't have here. I'm like, listen, listen, no, <laughs> that's not how it works. It's like, you can only see these colors. It's a slice of the, yeah, electromagnetic spectrum, shut up. Anyway, it's pretty good. And it's got, uh, you know, Nicolas Cage. Um, he's not as, he's not as, say, um, He's not dialed up to 11. That would be Mandy. But mm -hmm. he's definitely, he's dialed up there. It's, it's, it's Nicolas Cage. You know, he always does three takes, a regular take, an underplayed take, and then set on 11. And depending on the director's whim, that's you get one of those three. This one, they, they kind of went for, yeah, 11 a lot of the time. But it's <laughs> cool. He's going crazy. And Nicolas Cage going crazy is like, you know, Thursday for Nicolas Cage. So it's great. Now, here's the sad thing. Uh, after this movie came out and, and Stanley was like, oh, this is just part of a trilogy. Next one's going to be the Dunwich Horror. And you're like, no, Dunwich Horror actually is one of those Lovecraft ones that could be made into a movie. Has been, but could certainly be better. It came out. And, you know, of course, these things have not been proven, but uh, I, I have little doubt that they're true. Um, that he is another one of these just behind the scenes monsters, abusive, just a, a real creep. Um, very abusive to the woman who's been his creative partner and responsible for a lot of this stuff out there. And she had enough and reported it. And there's, there's another, uh, another one, not entirely unexpected given his kind of indications of mental instability, but I think his career is now well and truly screwed. Um, and you know, I mean, I don't know why these people, I guess if you're mentally ill, you're, you're not going to be convinced, but I don't understand how these people think they can get away with it. Hollywood is full of talented people working as baristas. If you're difficult or, you know, just a really awful person, word will eventually get out, maybe too slowly, but it will get out. And you are so replaceable. I don't think there's been an irreplaceable person since Ray Harryhausen died. I mean, everyone else has someone who can do at least as good a job and maybe better. So, you know. Well, I think you're I think you're selling yourself short there, Bill. I think it's it's Harry Housen and then it's you. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> well, it ain't going to be Richard Stanley. That's for damn sure. Oh, boy. Well, you know, enough about the color out of space. I think this podcast is out of time. So oh. does anyone have any closing recommendations they'd like to make really quick before Yikes. we sign off? I'm trying to think if I have any more Anthony Wong working as a Chinese oh, restaurant. You, oh my all right, God. cool. Well, that's it. That's all we have for you tonight, folks. Um, uh, would anyone like uh, to sing us out? We don't have any songs. We always uh, try to sing ourselves out. So I guess, uh, Paul, pick a song and let's go. Oh, geez. Uh, <laughs> no pressure. No pressure at all. Performing anxiety. Uh, Amsterdam, Amsterdam, I don't remember the rest of the words, but I'm pretty sure it's Amsterdam. 
And once again, our picks for the weekend of May 7th, 2021. Renee suggested Z and The Banishing. That's Banishing with a B. And these are both playing on Shudder. Paul recommended The Untold Story, which is currently on Shudder and Voodoo. And Ebola Syndrome, which is currently available on everyone's favorite streaming service, YouTube. Bill recommended He Never Died, which is available on Netflix, Hoopla, and Canopy. And The Color Out of Space, which is available on Shudder. And I recommended Dark Side of the Ring, which is currently on Hulu and maybe Fubo and Prime. And Night Riders, and that is all one word, night with a K, which is currently playing on Prime, Voodoo, Tubi, Canopy, Popcorn Flicks, Pluto TV, Shout TV, and VRV. (laughs) 